welcome to this week's episode of my podcast, Hoogah in the Early Years. My name's Kimberly, and I'm founder of Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for early years teaching, training, and inspiration. And with all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators like yourself to be the very best version of you by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your self care and your well being. So you are going to love this week's topic of discussion. This week, I want to share with you my three top ways for creating more nature-inspired provision in your learning environment. So these are some really simple hacks that you can do that's just going to bring more calmness and make you feel more tranquil when you're at work, not only for you, but for your children as well. Now, as you'll probably know, nature plays such an important part of the day for Danes. They will go out and they will experience nature no matter what the weather. And they prioritise it as well. They know that it has such a positive impact on their well-being. So what can you do? What simple things can you create or put out in your learning environment that's going to embrace more nature? So the top tip, the top number one suggestion is to add more plants. Plants are great. You can get different types of plants, you know, ferns, spider plants, add them in different pots. I always like to have plants in clear pots as well so that children can see the whole plant. They can see the roots growing in the soil and it adds to that curiosity that we've got going on. I like adding um, plants onto shelving units, having plants of different heights, different textures, different widths, all helping to create that calmness. And we know from science that when we have plants in our home or in our work environment, that it does lower our stress hormones. So it's helping us feel a lot calmer. So my next tip for you is to consider how you can bring in some natural elements when you perhaps have a very tight budget. So if you have a projector, which I know many of you have, um, use your projector to project images and videos of natural places onto blank walls. So I saw a wonderful idea in a setting I visited recently where they'd got their dramatic play area set up and then projecting onto the wall behind that was an, an outdoor scene and um, I think it was of like a woodland scene and it just had the trees sort of subtly blowing in the wind it had some um lovely greenery to it obviously and it also was playing some lovely natural sounds you know the birds tweeting the sound of some foot steps and um, you know walking through a big pile of leaves and it just made the senses feel calmer it was helping to bring the outside in in such a simple and cost-effective way another way that I've seen this used in a really successful way was when a setting had a large construction area they had lots of block play going on and the children were fascinated in San Francisco and the Golden Gate Bridge. In fact, the children were building a gigantic bridge in this area 
And so to help make the connection with the real world, the practitioners working here had projected some images of the um, Golden Gate Bridge on the wall behind where the children were working. And again, this just brought a great dynamic to the area. Really loved how this worked. So there you go, two simple steps, adding more plants and greenery to your space, and then adding um, some natural elements by using a projector and some speakers to bring the outside in. My third suggestion that I want to talk to you about is using some natural loose parts and resourcing your areas of provision with these. So, um, you know, next time you visit the coast, think about what natural loose parts you could bring back with you to using your provision to support and deepen the learning that's going on. Perhaps you might collect some different sized shells. Maybe you'll decide that you're going to collect some driftwood or some sea glass. I worked with a setting recently that collected up a hundred jars of loose parts. And these were brilliant. They had the whole community involved in collecting and sourcing all the different things for these. But one of the jars that they'd got set up were things that had been found on a beach, things like single use plastic, and they had a whole jar devoted to this. And it could then be used in children's play. So um, yeah, have a think about what you could collect up and use. Obviously, anything that's linked to animals and sea life and their habitats, um, you know, like the pebbles, must remain on the beach. We want to keep a healthy natural environment for them. But there you go. So there are a few tips to get you started. And I would love to see how you get on in enhancing your provision with these ideas I've spoken about. Working with nature is something that really excites me. I just feel that when I'm in nature personally, I just feel that it soothes me and it calms me. So I'm all about embracing that in our environment as well. Um, now you might be interested to know that I do have now a 52 week nature infused learning study program and it's called Wanderlust. And what it does is it takes you through all the theory of outdoor learning, how you can embrace it yourself, how you can be more mindful and present with the children, and how you can start taking a week at a time to learn about things like the owls and the foxes and um, the local coastal areas that are around where you live. And you can start building that into part of your everyday practice with the young children you're with. And it's all there for you with some easy downloadable guides that you can just take and implement into your provision. And because we're working with nature, you don't need a big budget to resource it and make it successful. Everything that we suggest can just be done with the things that you've got around you, working inside or out. So take a look at it. Head to my website, www whogarintheearlyyears.co.uk and check it out. Let me know if you decide to try it or if you give any of these ideas I've shared with you a go. You can always share them using my hashtag 
Huga in the early years. And I will take a look and reshare them if I think your idea is fabulous. So there you go. Some more ideas for you.